Okay guys, welcome back to another episode of Running Interference with Mona. Today I'm gonna need you guys' help running some interference on this kind of insane, crazy ass brain of mine, or what's left of it at least. And in all honesty, I'm starting to notice the side effects of eight months of quarantining in my room. That's hard time in solitary, okay? And if any of you have seen my room, you'll know it actually is a shoebox. We can't stand six feet apart in my room, okay? We can't even stand two feet apart in my room. And if I'm being honest, I should also mention that I kind of sort of dropped my marbles back in the summer. And well, I kind of left them there, like... You're just weighing me down now, marbles. I don't need you no more. You're just fucking with me. <laughs> Another disclaimer while we're at it. A little part of me was when I came up with this idea to create an imaginary person in my head. It was 4am on a Friday. The freaking weekend. So on this cold November night or morning, I guess. I was binging Lucifer on Netflix, and for some background, Lucifer is a series based on angels, demons, and celestial beings. The series follows Lucifer, who's the actual devil from like hell and the bible, and he gets bored of hell and comes to Los Angeles, Sin City, wait, isn't Vegas Sin Okay, he comes to Los Angeles, the city of angels, to run a club and punish bad guys, okay? Also noteworthy, the guy who plays Lucifer, he's hot. He's witty and he's British with the accent. Okay, man's got charisma. If the plot doesn't get you, he still will, okay? Okay, now back to the story. I was watching the season three finale. Ooh, I have to press pause because I can hear myself all of a sudden. Okay, back to the story. I was watching the season three finale, which was odd because the episode before that left you on a huge cliffhanger and then they made the freaking finale a filler episode like a filler for the finale and they didn't address anything from the cliffhanger they just moved past it i don't know how anyway so this episode was oddly in the point of view of a normal full-fledged human irrelevant side character ella okay and for the first time we were seeing ella in first person point of view so she starts talk and she kept seeing and talking to this young girl who wasn't really there and she was like to the girl you can't be here right now this is not normal i'm too old for you and i was like logically that has to be her imaginary friend the whole episode spoiler alert it was not don't worry don't worry guys it's just a filler episode but then my mind kept wondering and wondering why would she why would she why would she want to get rid of her friend? Her imaginary friend? That's a pretty sick person to have around. Isn't an imaginary friend just a personification of your inner thoughts? So don't they grow and develop with you? Like, they can only say what you think of. They can't think on their own. Now stay with me for this part, okay? What if we were just to assign characteristics to our inner thoughts? We can make it anything or anyone, multi-dimensional characters living in our brains. Okay, like just imagine, you know that moment when you fuck up and you're like, oh, fucked up. And then there's that tiny little squeaky voice in the back of your head that goes, hell yeah, you did. Now just imagine as a person saying it, okay? Instead of a voice, you can imagine anything actually a younger version of yourself who said it someone you know a cartoon an alien celebrity a character from any book show movie comic for a second i was sitting there thinking 
I could just make Lucifer the voice in my head, but then I thought, nah, girl, that's a whole different kind of fantasy. Different kind of imaginary friend, if you know what I mean. Picture this. There you are, late night, cruising on the highway, vibing, having a good day, and you hear it. That sound, that alarming sound, and your heart sinks to the ground, and you see those flashing lights. You slowly press the brake, it's the fucking fuzz. And then appears this little kid with the long bangs, the devilish smile, sitting there in your passenger seat with a seatbelt on, and he just looks up with the, at you with those big bold eyes and goes, here we go again, boss. But in that old familiar voice that everybody knows, but I do a very bad job at imitating, okay? Like, why would you not want that little guy in your life? He's figuratively, literally present in that moment with you. So when you replay it, you're gonna remember him getting pulled over by the cop too. No, I might be a nut job. I mean, <laughs> I might really be a nut job. If they ask you one day, do you know when she started developing signs of early schizophrenia? You can say, yeah, it was that one day she sent us a newsletter and a podcast trying to convince us all to start talking to imaginary people in our head. That was the day. That was the day I knew. But now, Let's think about this. Is it really that crazy? I could argue that it would in fact be healthy, okay guys? It would show signs of greater intelligence, creativity, and a strong sense of imagination. Do you know how many neurological connections there are in the brain? And how amazing you have to be to manipulate those to create an entire new being, a subset of yourself? And then my imagination took another wild turn, okay? And I was like, what if I create this person and she doesn't go away? Like, whenever I'm there, she's always there. Like, when I'm thinking or getting in trouble, she's just in my head making some funny, snarky comments. You know, once you bring something into existence, you can't just unthink it. It's permanently there and it's gonna exist in your head somewhere, either hiding in the corners or like having a present conscience or having a constant presence in your consciousness. So guys, I did it. I created a person in my head and then I googled adult inner voice and most of the articles referred to a negative, evil, downputting voice in your head. But that's not my chick, okay? She's a homie. She's always out here throwing parties in my mind, making sure I'm having a good time. I actually told my brother that I created her and couldn't get rid of her and he's like, is she mean? And I'm like, no, why would you say that about her? She's always cracking jokes, having a good time in my head. And then this asshole goes, maybe it's because you're so mean and judgmental on the outside. And there, you know, I was, there was out here sharing my deep inner philosophical 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 thoughts and ideologies with this guy and he wants to take the opportunity to take shots at me mean and judgmental oh boy hard to be woke then i started tampering with the thought of creating an entire imaginary gang so multiple people in my head don't worry i'm not trying to replace you and then we got into Inside Out territory. If you haven't seen Inside Out, it was a progressive philosophical piece of art depicting the very essence of consciousness and human psychology. It was also a 102 minute Disney Pixar animated film following a 12 year old girl, Riley, and the team of characters inside her mind. 
each character was the personification of an emotion. So you had joy and sadness and fear and anger and disgust. And they all operate the mission control panel that is her consciousness. So guys, clearly I'm not the only one who came to the realization that there are little people running around in our heads. This is a thing. Other people have thought of this, okay? I have just come up with the idea of unblocking our pathways of communication to them. Opening it up. Well, that's it for episode 3 of Running Interference with Manna. Maybe you guys should be the ones doing the interference.